Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. I'm excited to announce that we just launched my new book, The Fasting Transformation, a functional guide to burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm a huge advocate of fasting. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting helps balance your blood sugar and improve your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in the body, how it optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and activates stem cells for deep cellular healing. Guys, I go through how fasting, I go through all the best science and research on intermittent and extended fasting and how to utilize it to help prevent or even heal from cancer, autoimmune conditions, digestive disorders, and neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Guys, the book goes over all the various research and practical applications for daily intermittent fasting, partial fasting, and extended fasting. This book is designed to help inspire and empower you to embrace a fasting lifestyle while also enjoying tasty and healthy foods at the right time to improve your metabolic flexibility and energy efficiency so you can burn fat for fuel and have all day energy. You are gonna love this book, so check it out. You can get it on amazon.com. We also have a website, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. That's drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. You can learn more about it. And of course, you can pick the book up on Amazon. You're going to love it. Thanks so much, guys. This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on keto meal plan strategies. You guys are always asking me, how do I apply a fat burning ketogenic lifestyle? How do I set up my meal plan? So I go through that in detail. I break down exactly what you want to do if you're going to eat food in the morning, if you're going to fast, if you want to eat lunch, dinner. I go over some of the best foods to consume, some of the best recipes. So you guys are going to love this podcast. And if you know anybody that's interested in learning how to improve their health, definitely send them this podcast so they can get this information. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel, please do that now so you never miss one of these valuable podcasts. And I'd be so honored if you took a moment and left us a five-star review. Your reviews help us reach more people and impact more lives with this podcast. So thanks so much for being a part of our community. Thanks for subscribing, leaving a review, and let's go into the show. 
Hey everybody, it's Dr. Jockers, and today I'm talking about how to set up your keto meal plan, really how to dial in your, your daily diet to help enhance fat burning to reduce cravings. And so when we look at this, first thing we got to understand is we got to practice real food keto. So we want to really focus on food that provides the most nutrients and the least amount of toxins. And so with real food keto, we're prioritizing food quality. Again, we want maximal nutrients, minimal toxins. We're looking at grass-fed organic animal products. We're looking at really good healthy fat sources like avocados, olives, olive oil, coconut oil, uh, nuts, seeds, things like that. Fermented vegetables, getting like some sauerkraut, some pickles in our diet, kimchi, things like that. So we've got literally live foods, foods that have good bacteria and enzymes to help with our digestive system. We want really good quality seafoods. We want wild caught seafood. We want low carb veggies, fruits, and herbs. So people say, well, you, how do you eat fruit on a ketogenic diet? Well, you certainly can do lemons and limes. Avocados and olives are actually fruit and possibly a little bit of berries if you're pretty well keto adapted and you're not super insulin resistant. And then herbs, we wanna really be able to utilize herbs. Herbs go underutilized in our society, but adding in things like basil, oregano, thyme, rosemary, these things are carminative herbs that are very good for our digestive system. So they help reduce cramping, bloating, gas. They help move our bowels effectively so we get good movement through our bowels. And they're also antimicrobial, so they help kill off bad bacteria, yeast, parasites, and they support a healthy microbiome, so a healthy makeup of good bacteria in our gut. So be sure to try to get these herbs in your diet on a regular basis. So like if you're making a smoothie, you can put cinnamon in there. If you are having a meat dish or a vegetable dish, you can put oregano, basil, thyme, rosemary, um, cilantro, different things like that. Really, really good herbs that are all obviously very low carb. They help improve blood sugar sensitivity. So insulin sensitivity, which means they're going to actually help you get into ketosis faster. They're also really good for gallbladder and bioflow, particularly the bitter herbs, things like ginger, apple cider vinegar, um, things like artichoke and cilantro and dandelion and parsley, really good for good bioflow. So that's important. And then when you want to sweeten things, you want to use good high quality natural sweetening agent that doesn't increase your blood sugar like monk fruit. Stevia are my favorite. So the things we really want to avoid are going to be your conventional meat products, your refined vegetable oils. So anything with corn oil, soybean oil, safflower oil, cottonseed oil, peanut oil, we want to avoid those things. Um, the only oils we really want to cook with would be coconut oil, butter, which is really healthy fat, particularly grass-fed butter. Um, and also you can do avocado oil. Okay, Olive oil is not a good oil to cook with, but certainly using it on salads, putting it on meat, putting it in more of a raw state uh, where it's not heated and putting it on extra virgin olive oil, really good for the body. Um, fried foods in general, typically they're gonna have damaged fats in them. So it's best to just avoid fried foods. Conventional dairy is gonna have hormones, antibiotics. The cows have eaten genetically modified grains, so there are gonna be a lot of chemical contaminants in there. And so, you know, dirty keto just really doesn't consider how many toxins are in the food and 
it also doesn't pay much attention to the nutrients. And so that's why we want to avoid these things. Artificial sweeteners, aspartame, Splenda, these things are really damaging to the body. So your diet, sodas, you want to stay away from those, those types of things. And then it's important to get filtered water and use a good quality sea salt. I like Himalayan sea salt, Redmond's real salt, things like that. Now, good fats. These are the fats that you want to focus on. Things like butter, tallow, ghee, coconut milk, coconut oil, all really, really good fats. Avocado oil, avocados, olive oil, fish oil, eggs. Again, avoid the bad fats that you're seeing there. All those uh, refined vegetable oils, those things are really bad for the body. So clean protein sources, these are my favorite protein sources, grass-fed beef, lamb, buffalo, bison, goat, wild game, chicken, turkey, I mean, a lot of great protein sources, eggs, collagen protein, maybe some grass-fed whey protein that you might be able to do, um, nuts and seeds, bone broth, these things are great and should be incorporated into your diet on a regular basis. And then getting a lot of these good quality vegetables, onions, leeks, and garlic, really good for the microbiome, great prebiotics in there. Um, and they're also antimicrobial, so they help kill off bad yeast, bad bacteria, and parasites. You've got dark green leafies. You've got broccoli and cauliflower. It's great to steam up some broccoli and cauliflower and put a whole bunch of grass-fed butter on there. That's a great keto side dish. Cabbage, Brussels sprouts are fantastic. Cucumbers and celery, very low carb. Uh, so you can throw those on a salad or something like that. Asparagus, artichokes. Artichokes are one of the best things for thinning the bile and helping improve bile flow. And we need that for, for helping to emulsify and digest good fats. And most people don't have good bile flow. So getting things like artichokes, radishes, really good. Sprouts, dandelions, cilantro, things that I was talking about before, lemons and limes. Really good for thinning the bile and improving bile flow. Uh, berries, we can do, you know, in moderation, doing berries, particularly if you're more active, you might be able to handle a little bit more carbs. Berries are a good source because they are nutrient dense. They have a lot of polyphenolic antioxidants in them that protect against oxidative stress and a lower amounts of sugar. But you don't want to do too many, so just a small handful. Basil, oregano, thyme, we talked about all these great herbs, turmeric, ginger, parsley, mint, dandelion, cilantro, cinnamon, nutmeg. These things are great. Again, balance your blood sugar. They're antimicrobial. They help reduce gas, bloating. They help improve uh, motility. So things, how things are moving through your intestinal system, just really great for the body. So definitely want to be using those. Now, as we set up the meal plan, we got to consider as intermittent fasting. And so really all of us should be doing at least a simple fast where it's 12 hours overnight. So 12 hours um, after your last meal. So if you finish uh, dinner at 8 p.m., then you should not eat anything with calories until 8 a.m. the next morning. So at a minimum, 12 hours. And I would encourage you to try to push to a 14-hour where you're able to do like 6 p.m., finish dinner at 6 p.m. and don't eat anything with calories till 8 a.m. the next morning. So doing, you know, pushing into that brunch fast. Okay, then and particularly, you know, if you tend to be a little bit more hypoglycemic and have trouble missing meals, what you may want to try is a crescendo fast. And this really more so applies to like a thin female, more so than males and people that carry a little bit more body fat. Thin females at times can have more challenges with fasting. And so I recommend for them to start with crescendo fasting where you do 16 hour fast. So you do 12 to 14 hours on a daily basis and then 16 hours, two days per week, non-consecutive days. So you would do it something like... Um, like Monday and Friday, for example, where you would um, eat your meals between, let's say, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. 
And, uh, you know, so you may regularly eat your breakfast at 7 or 8 a.m. And then you push it back to 10 a.m. on those two days, okay? It doesn't overwhelm the system. And you get some of the benefits of fasting, which will help your body produce ketones, help you burn body fat, help reduce inflammation in your body. If you can handle that pretty well, then you can move on to the cycle fast where you're doing it more like alternating days, a 16-hour, three to four times a week, uh, kind of alternating like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, something along those lines. And if you're able to handle that and feel good, then you may want to try a strong fast where you're doing 16 hour, 18 hours daily, or possibly push into a warrior fast where you're in that 19 to 21 hours daily. So what I personally do is five days a week, I'm doing more of a strong to warrior fast. I'm somewhere in that 18 to 19 hour range, eating my meals in about a six hour eating window. And then two days a week, I'm doing a, a full 24-hour fast, one-day fast. And that seems to work great for me, but everybody's unique and different. So just look at these different fasting, daily fasting strategies, and you want to try to find what is going to work best for you. Some people do great just doing one meal a day. So they're, they're basically doing a 24-hour fast every day. Uh, it's called OMAD, one meal a day. Other people do well doing two meals in you know a, a four- to six-hour eating window. Other people just really can't fast like that. They need three meals a day. Um, and they may try, you know, crescendo fasting where they're able to two days a week, uh, put that into a, uh, eight hour eating window. And then the other day is doing more like a 10 hour eating window. So it just really depends on you, your hormones, um, how you respond to fasting. So there's a lot of variability and that's where the personalization comes in. Just really listening to your body and kind of figuring out where you feel best. Hey guys, I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite food products. I mean, if you're out there and you're looking for healthy snack options or, you know, really healthy food, sometimes it can be hard to find a gut-friendly, gluten-free snack option. And that's why you need to know about Paleo Valley. They're 100% grass-fed beef and 100% pasture-raised turkey meat sticks are not only loaded with delicious flavor, but they are completely free of carbs and sugar. Such a great bioavailable protein snack to grab on the go. I oftentimes will eat them with meals too. Like if I eat a meal and I'm still a little bit hungry, feel like I need a little bit more protein and healthy fats, I go ahead and have them. You know, they're gluten-free, they're soy-free, they're dairy-free, GMO-free, preservative-free. I mean, what's not to love about that? On top of that, they actually also have probiotics in them as well. So you're getting the protein, healthy fats, and you're getting probiotics, lots of key minerals and nutrients in there, and they taste amazing. And now you can use my coupon code, Jockers, just my last name, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, to get 15% off your order today. Simply go to their website, paleovalley.com, and enter Jockers at checkout, and you'll receive 15% off your entire purchase. The link and discount code are also available in the show notes of today's episode. Once you try these meat sticks, you won't be able to get enough. My kids and I absolutely love them, and I know your family will too. So try them out today. Now, breakfast ideas. Okay, so here's some just basic breakfast ideas. Obviously, you know, break breakfast actually means break fast, so it could be any time of day. Okay, but you know, in general, in our culture, we think of breakfast as morning time. So, and, you know, we have kind of a set of foods that we think of when we think about morning time food and breakfast. So if you're fasting in the morning, like I do, then you might just have water 
coffee or maybe herbal tea, something without calories. So you're actually fasting. Okay. Now, if you want to do a keto coffee, which a lot of people do, um, you put butter and MCT oil in there, something along those lines. It's not really a true fast. Obviously, you're getting calories. But if that helps you be able to fast longer, you're still going to get a lot of benefits because you are not going to increase your insulin and you're still going to get a lot of fat burning that way. And so you can do that. And for a lot of people, they feel great doing a keto coffee in the morning and that allows them to push out their fast and to be able to do you know, a, a tighter eating window when they do start eating real foods. Um, now, if you do want to eat morning foods, okay, and you can also intermittent fast in the evening. So like you could eat breakfast and lunch and intermittent fast in the evening. For some people, depending on their schedule, they may just do breakfast and dinner and fast throughout the day. So you know, good options would be something like chicken sausage and eggs, bacon and eggs or an omelet, something like that, veggie omelet, leftovers from the night before. Let's say you had steak and Brussels sprouts and butter with broccoli the night before you had leftovers. You could actually eat that in the morning. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's a, a great keto meal. Uh, you can do keto pancakes. We've got a recipe on our website that you can check out, but you can actually make pancakes out of things like almond flour and coconut flour and butter and eggs and stuff like that. They're all keto foods. And then keto protein shake. You take coconut milk. You can take a good quality protein powder that doesn't have sugar in it. You can throw an avocado in there, maybe some MCT oil, and there you go. You have a high-fat, very low-carb protein shake that's, uh, that's keto-approved. So you can do any one of those things. Now, moving into lunch, again, lunch, you know, we typically think of as middle of the day. For many of us, it may be our, truly our breakfast. We might be breaking our fast at this time. Or we may decide to fast through it. So you may just want water, coffee, or herbal tea again if you're fasting. You may decide that's when you want your keto coffee. That's totally fine too. Nothing wrong with that. You could have your keto protein shake. Like that's what I typically do for lunch is actually, you know, my, my first meal of the day is usually my keto protein shake. I throw avocado, good quality protein powder, MCT oil, um, coconut milk, right? Blend it up. Tastes great. I love it. Uh, you know, I do something like a chocolate bone broth, collagen protein, um, or sometimes vanilla, you know, so it tastes amazing. It's flavored with stevia. I feel great with it. Um, and it's easy on my digestive system. So I, I enjoy that. Now, you may also want something like a big salad with some meat, maybe chicken, maybe turkey, maybe beef, you know, whatever meat you want, some avocado on there, or maybe olives because you want to get the fats in. And you may put olive oil on it, or maybe like an avocado oil dressing, uh, like, you know, at our house, we have the primal kitchen, uh, avocado oil dressing, right? And so that's a good one. You can put that on there. So you just want to make sure the dressing doesn't have sugar in it. Okay. So some do, so you want to watch out for that. And you want to make sure it doesn't have bad fats like canola oil, cottonseed oil, things like that. So make sure you have a good quality dressing for lunch. You could also have steamed veggies with meat covered in butter, or olive oil, you know, you could certainly do something like that. I, I, I kind of think of that as like a dinner meal, but that, that could be great for lunch. And you could do leftovers from the day before. Again, like if you had steak, butter, butter on broccoli and Brussels sprouts the night before, maybe you'll just have leftovers and you could do that for lunch to break your fast or just for lunch uh, on a regular basis, you know, uh, the next day. You could also do soups. So chicken, turkey, beef, soup, or stew. You would just want to not put a whole lot of root vegetables. You know, sometimes people put a lot of, a lot of carrots in their soup. You'd want to avoid that. Um, but you can put things like broccoli in your soup, celery, garlic, onions, 
um, kale, you know, lots of these types of uh, dark green leafies. They're great in soups. They taste fantastic and they work really well there. Now let's look at dinner ideas. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of doing like steak. You can also do, uh, at our house, we do um, grass-fed beef hot dogs, which are great. They're basically just grass-fed beef and herbs and they taste fantastic. And you can do that with veggies like broccoli or cauliflower or Brussels sprouts or asparagus that are steamed or sauteed with butter or olive oil. You can do chicken fajitas. We enjoy this with coconut flour wraps. So there's actually coconut flour wraps that you can find on amazon.com or some sort of, uh, you know, uh, food website, health food website, and you can order those and they taste great. They're low carb. You can put in your, your chicken, your veggies, which, you know, for fajitas, let's say bell peppers and onions. Um, and then you can put guacamole on there or sour cream or something like that. It tastes great. Bunless burgers. So you can make burgers just without the bun. You can have collie mashed potatoes. We love that. You can have some, some sauteed asparagus on the side. You can do a big salad, right? So oftentimes we just enjoy a big salad, lots of green leafies, put on some good meat, some avocados, some olives, some olive oil. You can do a chicken turkey or beef soup or stew. Um, you could fast through dinner. Like I fasted through dinner last night, just drank water. You could do herbal tea, obviously, or you could do a keto protein shake like we were talking about. So you can do any, any of those types of things. Now, if you're vegetarian or vegan, um, you know, you can, instead of meat, you could just do more avocado, more olives, more olive oil. You could do tempeh, which is a fermented soy alternative. So you could try something along those lines. Those are all low carb. You could do more nuts and seeds. Uh, those are all, you know, low carb types of foods that will provide healthy fats and protein and get the calories that you want. Uh, for a protein powder, you can do something like a, a pea protein or hemp protein, which works well uh, if you're vegetarian, vegan, and that's uh, again very low carb. You want to make sure you get it. Yeah, you get one that doesn't have added sugar, obviously. So that's always going to be important. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed today's training and share it with somebody that you care because we know sharing. Is, is caring. And so if you care about somebody, you want to help them with this, be sure to share it. And so you guys have a blessed day and we'll see you on the next training. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on, or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.